important. Uh, and the exact imprint of his nature, the exact imprint of his nature. And, up, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And what was the thing that we talked about last week to take it, take it with us through the week as a practical exercise, remember? Well, not last week, the week before, because we skipped last week, last time. Okay, yes. yes. Mm. I think here we're talking more about that, that idea of seeing him and everything, right? Seeing that he is the creator of the universe, right? We're talking about the creator of the universe, universe not just as, as universe as, as what we have, but everything, everything that he is in control. Right? And the idea of to see him in our daily uh, encounters, that we can still have that, that mindset that, yes, we talked about this as you were talking about that he is the, the radiance of his glory, right? And we're talking about as a radiance of his glory, which is, uh, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, then his glory and his, his function, his, his service on earth was loving and was serving people, right? So we're talking about this as if that is the radiance of the Father, so the radiance of the Father and the glory of the Father is in serving us and loving us and in being very, very, very close to each one of us, regardless of what and who we think uh, he is. So with that, we'll, we'll continue also today, but I just wanted to, to get a couple of things also uh, on, the same, on the same mindset here in the same section, which is uh, the, the, the the way it's written here, which is again in verse three, uh, the exact imprint of his nature. What does that tell us? This is the ESV again, the exact imprint of his nature in verse three, uh, or, or the New King James, um, the express image of his person. What does that mean? I think we, we can't just skip that particular phrase. It's, 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 there is lots of things in there. So what do you think? What do you think? Hmm? Same? More theology. Okay, so confirming that he is he and the father is the same essence, right? The same, the same, uh, the same uh, nature, the same oneness. Okay, what else? Well, Abuna, when I think about nature, uh, yes, I think about how how something behaves right like uh, like and the nature of animals is different from the nature of humans uh, like they behave differently so like um, the exact the exact imprint of, of 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 his nature means to me means like that's how god would behave that's how god would uh like that's what god would do in like certain situations that's mm. the, the, that, that's very close to the actual actual meaning uh, albeit because the actual word again is the, the exact representation the actual the word in, in Greek is character which is character in English so the word character itself when he say that the exact or the same imprint or the exact imprint he's saying that the exact what character 
And the imprint here is actually the word that is, is used as, as when they use the, the, the imprint of the, of, of the wax, you know, how they used to do that. So it's not one of the fathers actually saying that uh, as the wax bears the perfect image of the seal, perfect not only in the outline, but in the filling up. So it's not just like an outline, but it's actually the same substance. And that's why the same nature in the actual word here is the, is the hypostasis. So again, two words that are very, very important, that, that character and hypostasis, which is both, again, kind of like more, more theological uh, terms, but it's very important because again, we're talking about, you know, when, when, when we are interacting with, with, with Christ as the son of God, we, we have to keep, keep this in mind that it's the character, his character, as Abir is just saying, that, that the character is, is the love, is the, is, the, is the accepting, is the giving all the time. And then you, you read this, and then you read also what St. Paul says, that we have no one, no more can bring troubles to me because I have what the seal of Christ. So the imprint, so that imprint is also in us, definitely. Yes, Thomas. I have a question. Yes, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. So, um... This can also be said, uh, created in the likeness of God, like in Genesis chapter 1, yes. verse 26. What's the difference between the description of Christ in this verse that we just read and how man was created? Very good. Very good. Did, did, you, did you hear the, 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 the question or not, guys? Thomas is saying that in, in Genesis, the creation of, of Adam was on the likeness of God. So if we're talking here that this is, this is the same imprint, the same thing. So what's the difference between, between God created Adam and Eve on his likeness and between Christ as the same image, right? Okay. What do you think? Any, any, any answer? George, welcome. Uh, Hi. What do you think? That's one thing, that's one thing, right? Because that's what we talked about last time, the radiance of his glory. We said that the radiance is coming out. The, the word itself, which, which is what, if you remember, we had two, two different meanings of that, right? The one that it's meant here is not reflection, but what was the actual word? I can't remember the actual word that we, we used last time. That is... Um, Yes, that's that's it. Yes, so 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 the, the coming out of the same source as the same source, right? When you look at at the 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 creation of, of Adam in the beginning, he was to be created on his likeness and on his image, right? And then after this, after a few verses after after that, verse 27, he created God on his. No, which one? Because in the beginning it said image and likeness. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. If somebody can read it. Because this is a very important point, Thomas. Genesis 1, 26 says, let us. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Okay, and then jump to verse 27. So God created man in his own image. Okay. But no, no likeness, no likeness. Why? 
Why no likeness? Because that's something still to reach, right? That's what St. Paul talks about, that to this, to his likeness, right? The fullness, right? So, so and then not only that, when, when he created Adam and Eve, he created as, as, as a body, right? But that was what outside the garden. He said he brought him inside the garden. What did he do? Breathed into him and became living, right? So the creation was still, yes, on his image, but was still just a body. But he needed the life, and the life was from, from God himself. When it says after this, then he breathed in him, in his nostril, and became a living man. Right? What does that tell us? That his life is depending on God. Right? But when, when we talk about Christ, that he was, if you, this, is, this is Genesis 2, verse uh, 7. If somebody reads it. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became living. And man became living being, right? So he was not living being. He was just, okay, he created, but still he needed to bring him into the garden and then breathe in him and then he became a living being. And, and the reason this is important because this is actually all the, the, the heresy of, of Jehovah Witness and of the Mormon and of, of Islam later on, right? From that mindset that he was created, right? So he's not. And that's why, you know, the, the St. Paul here in, in, the, in, the, in, in comparing uh, Christ with the angels, he, he, as we will see later on, he stresses very, very much on that idea that he is, he is not. Is, is, is higher, he's elevated higher than that. He's more honored, right? Okay. But that gives us something for us that's very important also that he is, if he is the seal, the imprint, the exact imprint. And then he is giving this us, to us, right? So, so it's, it's just a question, you know, like a side note that, that if we are supposed to be like that, are we really that or not, you know? That, uh, you know, that's, that's how when, when some of the fathers actually uh, uh, explain the peril of the, Lord, of the last coin, right? The last coin has what on it? What imprint that, that, that does it have on it? Caesar, right? So he, the, 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 the search in order to actually have the coin that has God's imprint on it, not Caesar. Is the Caesar imprint on the coin, that, that's the last coin, right? But there is, there, is, there is a reason behind that and there is more, more deeper meaning into that because that, that idea is to have the imprint of God on the coin because he is the king as we've been talking before. And then because of that, we follow the same thing also, right? On his again, but this is the idea, and his and this is this is the, 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 the beauty of the father's teaching that we were created on his image, but not the likeness. The likeness is what we come to. And that was the idea from before. So the idea of okay, you know what God created Adam and Eve, and then that it wasn't perfect, and then he came up with another idea to fix his mistake. No. 
because when you say it this way, like, okay, no, it's, it's, it's like God failed. And then he, he had plan B in order to fix what he's done before, but it's not. Right? How, how would Adam and Eve reach that likeness? We don't know. But, but you know, and this is, this is, this is totally in, in Athanasius' uh, 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 incarnation of the word, that there was that, that idea of, of uh, not just, that's what, I, that's what we say, not just restoration, but also elevation, right? So it's not just that they were restored, no, they were elevated, elevated. So that elevated even from the original, right? Because what Adam and Eve was, they were communicating with God, but they weren't united with God, right? They were communicant, yes. They were able to enjoy, yes. But they're still not up to the level of uniting with him, which we have now. So that's why we say the incarnation actually not just restored, but elevated also. So it's not just, okay, your sins are forgiven, whatever sins, that, that whatever sin was done, that it's gone and God's mistake was, was, was corrected. No, no. And that's what St. Paul here is talking about in, 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 in Hebrews, that he's trying to, to tell them that the, from the beginning, that was the idea that God, that Christ, the son was better, higher. That's why we, we hear this better over and over and over again, right? The image or the exact image or the imprint as we read it here, the imprint of, of his um, exact imprint of his nature, right? And, 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 and that again, and that's again, as we were talking last time, because we, we, we still can't, can't, uh, understand and can put our hands on like who is God and what is God and 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 you keep asking all those questions all the time and we find ourselves going into 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 actual more confusion more, more confusion but if it says here that the exact imprint and then this is this is the beauty of that that we can actually see Christ and we, we know his story and we know his 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 uh, daily life of Christ, for example, from the gospels itself and see how he's a function and what he's doing. And then you see that this is all given to us. Right? So the idea, and that's why, again, as he, as he goes on to the comparison or the comparing between God, between Christ and between the angels, because a lot of times in that, in that time, people could not, again, perceive that, that, that idea of God. So all what they can see or not see, all they can relate to were the angels. So they needed the angels as, as a, 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 a mediator, right? And we'll get into that because that's sometimes our understanding of, of, of the relationship with the angels and with the saints are a little bit disturbed, a little bit not quite clear that they're not, they're not, they're not taking a place of Christ, 100%. Absolutely not. But again, as we will see what, what's exactly their job is. But here again, that the exact imprint of his, of his nature is very important to, to understand it. And then moreover, he comes with something else and he upholds the universe by the words of his power. Actually, the actual meaning is he upholds the universe by the power of his words, not the word of his power. <laughs> what's the difference? He upholds the universe by the power of his word. What does that tell us?
remember remember the the miracle of the the uh, stone when 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 he just by word he stopped and he he he, he calmed down the sea right exactly that, that's what it is right that's in matthew 8 26 just you know that that by by okay by just a word he was able to quiet down the rage and the, and the storm and everything and again the reason that we discuss this like when when we when we look at at what we have or what we should be enjoying and then our struggle and see that there is there is there is a gap right there is some something is missing something when he says here that upholding everything or upholding the universe by the power of his word right and upholding actually we're just looking at that upholding is not just upholding but the word itself has has a connotation of of maintaining what's the difference between upholding just upholding and maintaining or sustaining it's a continuous thing right dynamic the word is always need to be maintained And if he is, if he is able to maintain by the power of his, or the, the, the power of his word, able to, to maintain the universe. Now coming to, to our messed up lives, <laughs> is he able to maintain that? Yes. Yes, Nir. Because he he is the word, yeah. right? So so Nader is referring to, to to John one, which is in the beginning was the word, and we talked about this when we were talking about that the creator, right? By him, he he created the world, so he is. And that's why, again, you, can, you, you come to that, to that, that multiple uh, interactions between Christ on earth and between, between, between the disciples, for example, right? And then, you know, it says, okay, he, he found Andrew and Peter, and he said, he, he told them, follow me, and they followed him. Like it's, it's, it, it, you, can never, you can never understand this. You can never understand this, right? You come to, to St. Anthony in, in the fifth century and he walks into the church and he hears the voice, go sell everything and follow me. Like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and becomes, you know, the father of the monks, right? You come to the 20th century and 21st century and you see, you know, all the martyrs and all the people who were, who were had the choice between following and between, between denying and they followed him. And if you know, we, 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 you, you try to understand that, and there is there is no way you understand that, right? And you always come back to my mind the, the, the video of the twenty one martyrs of Libya, always, right? And you know, as as the the stories kind of revealed itself after after a while, and how they were actually had more than one choice and more than one chance to actually to to deny Christ and to live. And to go back to their families, and to they all had you know poor families that they are supporting and and everything. 
But you wonder again, like, and that, that's exactly how, 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 what explains that is this, that the power of his words, he maintains, he sustains. And also shows us again, if we are disconnected from that power, then we are powerless. So it's, it's like, like it answers the question by itself right away. Like what's our problem? Our problem is that we are not, we are not submitting ourselves to the power of his work. I mean, the, imagine again, by a word, he's able to sustain the whole universe, right? And we all know, we're all here, no, 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 no science and no everything, you know. If the sun just kind of like whatever fraction of an angle and what will happen with the whole thing and, and, and the world will be on fire, who is holding this again? Who is holding this? It's simple, but again, that simple mindset is totally, totally, we miss it, totally kind of like, you know, out of our mind. And because it's out of our mind, then we are, we keep looking at our own, like we want to resolve our own issues by our own selves, right? And here again, remember Hebrews, that they were, they were uh, uh, under pressure, right? People who, 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 who believed, but then because of the, as we will see later on, that we were uh, under certain kind of, of uh, persecution, of pressure and of threats that he's trying to actually remind them and strengthen them, encourage them that he is there, he is there. So don't worry when you come later on and talk about how they were able to, 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 to let go of their possessions and of their money and of this and this and that. This is why, this is why. And then he goes on, I just want to, you know, move on with that, which is, uh, uh, let's, let's, let's go from verse five. Verse four, mainly, again, he, in the, in the beginning, as we said, he, he uh, did that between him and between the, 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 not the angels, first thing is between him and between the prophets, right? As it said in the beginning. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. And we're talking about that, that last, last session, last study, that he is speaking to us by his son and how we can, we can keep, keep that, that mind and keep that ear uh, open so we can, we can distinguish and hear what he wants to tell us. Right. Now he goes on into something else, which is again trying to prove a point that is very, very impo important, which is that, again, that he is above everybody. That he's above everybody. At, for a long time, as I was saying earlier, that the Jews of the Hebrew uh, tradition, that because the, 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 the understanding of God as the consuming fire and then, you know, just coming down on the mountain, you know, you have to you know, stay away and they cannot touch this, they cannot touch that. So their way of interacting with God was the thought through the angels, through the angels. And, and, and there's a big, big background behind that. I remember one time, uh, two weeks ago, we, we, we uh, two weeks, two years ago, uh, we invited the, the, the Jewish rabbi on campus who's responsible for the, like leading the, 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 the Jewish group on campus, we invited him to talk. He's also, he has a PhD in, 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 uh, in uh, Old Testament and stuff like that. So we invited him to talk 
to the group about uh, about the, the the Hebrew tradition in understanding the creation and everything. And definitely, you know, going back again to the to the creation and where it says that uh, that we that God uh, that uh, let let us make man. Who is us in the Jewish tradition? Anybody know? So as, as Orthodox and as Christian, we say that this is the, 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 the plural is because he's speaking in the plural for the Trinity. Would anybody knows what the Jewish tradition is about let us, the angels, that, that God called for a council with the angels and he's counseling with them and talking with them. And that's actually their tradition. If you read this in, in all the Jewish uh, tradition books and history, that this is actually, that's their understanding. So he was talking to, to, to the group and like for, for before that kind of like give them a, you know, any, uh, a hint of like, be careful because you'll hear stuff that you're not used to, but it's good to hear it from a different, uh, from the original people and how they actually refuse the, 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 the presence of God as, as a Trinity, as we look at it now, because that mindset that, that always God, you know, the angels are very, very important. Very important. The point that God will need to have a council with the angels in order to counsel with them about about the world and the creation. What should we do and this and that, right? So with that mindset, remember again, and this is very important also for for, for because of a point that I'll, I will come to right now. But it's very important that He is actually talking to them in their own mindset, in their own language, right? He's trying to convince them. So you're saying that the angels are so up high and they are higher than everyone and they have all this authority and all these things and they are, you cannot stand in front of God. You always need the angel to bring you to God, right? No, because we have what? Christ himself, right? Which, which brings us to what we believe sometimes, right? And our, our relationship as an Orthodox Church with the angels. So what is it? What, I want to hear from you because, because I think sometimes we have kind of this, this, this what is it? Distorted <laughs> understanding of that. What do you think? Who are the angels? Have you ever thought about that? Like, what's our relationship with the angels? Okay, so the idea of the saints or the angels, okay. Okay, which is still kind of confused, vague. Okay, what else? It's good to have uh, different kind of backgrounds also so we can kind of like, uh, you know, learn and see. I mean, Protestant, growing up Protestant, there wasn't much talk of it. Okay. Um, but now I would agree with what Dream said and angels to me always remind me of protection. Okay, okay, protection. So in, in, in the normal uh, Protestant theology, there isn't much, much mention about the role of the angels or, or the angels, because again, we focus so much on, on Christ and, and there's no need for anything else, but maybe more of protection, okay? What else? Guys online, feel free to, to jump in anytime. Yes, Mina. Role models, okay, for saints, okay, that I okay for saints, yes, for an angel, messengers, okay, messenger, meaning, okay, 
bringing news. So God use him for a particular message. Okay? Yes. The lift up our prayers. Okay, that, that's a very, very, very good and, 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 and good argument. Like, do we need them to lift up our prayers? Neither. Angel of the sacrifice at the end of the of the of the liturgy. Angel of the sacrifice ascended to heaven of despair. Remember us in front of the Lord. Yes, that's part of the actual uh, uh, dogma and actual uh, rituals. Yes. Okay. What else? Good points. I remember uh, growing up, uh, one of the pastors uh, told us that an angel is like a white box. Okay. So it, it's just like trying to dumb things down or like simplify things. Yes. So instead, the angels are like white box. So when you send a message to God, they connect. You connect <laughs> the cloud. So if you if not if you can't hear, I was saying that the, uh, one of the pastors long time ago saying that angels like Wi-Fi, so they connect, send the message to God. Okay, okay. Let's read the text here and see what 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 is this about. So so the the uh, I'll just read it so it's. Uh, easier to do that. Um, from verse 5, Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 5, and I'll read from the ESV again. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is scepter of your kingdom. So what is, what is, what is St. Paul here referring to? Our servants, for what? Okay, so he's, he's referring to Psalm 104, verse 4. By the way, this, this passage is several references. Psalm 2, Psalm 97, Psalm 104, and, and, and more. So he's, he's and, and why, why, is he, why, is, why is he referring to the Old Testament so much? Because they are Hebrews, right? So he's trying to prove to them who say that, that the angels are the highest thing and the angels are what we need to bring us to God from their own book, right? And this is a very important side note that if we are talking to somebody, we have to convince that person by his own, own language, right? By your own way. I can't bring something else irrelevant to the person and say, well, here you go. No, and he's, he's using several examples, several, several examples from the Old Testament, all for the same purpose. Like here's what you believe in, and it's written in exactly if we are talking, arguing with, or having a debate with a Muslim person, for example, I will prove Christ that Christ is God from the Quran, not from my own Bible, because like I don't believe in your Bible. The Bible is corrupt, right? But when you bring it from the own, no, here it says this and it says this and it says that, like, okay, well, I didn't know that, right? 
or you know that's away that, that's away from what we do but 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 if you go to psalm 104 you see that the word itself again uh malak which is malak which is angel is as as olivia saying messenger messenger representative 104 4 psalm 104 verse 4 So he, they are, they are, God created, created the angels. Again, some, some of actual, I was reading about this, some of the, of the, of the Hebrew traditions has, say, believe that uh, angels are, their, their lifetime is just one day. So they, they create, he, God created them as, as wind and as fire to praise God and to do things. And then they will just vanish. And then he create more. That's why they're always new. Different, different again this is this is hebrew tradition and, and jewish tradition that uh, that uh, reflects again the, the the value and how much the the the, the are away these they think that god is so away from them because that's why they need so much an angel to bring them to them right? according to the scripture as it says that that he he, he they are wind and and what Fire for what purpose again? To carry on, as we said earlier, and, and from, from the book itself, as we always say, you know, that the, the, the Bible always explains itself. If we look at the history where where angels came in the scripture itself. You see that they're always coming to do what? As, as PG said, as protection, right? As messenger, because again, not as a messenger because God cannot send the message, but because sometimes you need that actual, actual interaction, right? As we said, for example, of, of, of the angels and the woman during the resurrection, right? Angel was there, and he's he's why because they are they can easily connect, they can easily connect, right? We all know nobody mentioned this that each one of us has what guardian agent, right? And that's 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 uh, from our tradition and from our faith that each one of us has a guardian the guardian angel that that protects and that uh, uh, guides, you know, as as another power, right? Not as a power as we are in need more than the power of God, but because actually as more, more of, of uh, as it says here, more of um, troops, if I may say that, right? If, 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 uh, if you have a, a, a leader and commander, right? And he's sending somebody, important person, or send somebody with you too, to guard you, because you are my representative, right? So the idea again that this this is different than the idea that they were that they were struggling with that they needed a mediator between them and between God. And this is what I'm trying to uh, to, to kind of clarify here, because a lot of times we think we think we have, we need a mediator between us and God, and that's why the the meaning of the word itself we say you know intercession or or prayers, right? The, 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 the need 
for, for the angels to, to lift up our prayers, not because we cannot stand in front of the Lord. No, we can stand in front of the Lord. And that's what he said, right? Go to your room, close your door, and, and you know, call your father. So we cannot take one part of the scripture and build on it a different mindset and neglect the other. But actually the angels become or became more of, of a support, as a support system, right? As a support system, right? And as also a tool that God sends to us. It's still his power, right? It's still, as it says here that his angels, right? He is the source. And he is sending these uh, 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 creatures in order to, to, to help. Exactly like what happened with, with, with whom in the Old Testament? Do you have examples? Elijah. And who else? Yes. Hmm? Gideon. Although those, those in, in, that's a very good point, Olivia, in, in several places in the Old Testament where it says that the, the angel of the Lord, right? The angel of the Lord appeared to so-and-so. The fathers believe that the angel of the Lord is another actual apparition of the second hypostasis of the world before the incarnation, right? And from the text itself, we can prove this. This is not our point now, but from the text itself, we can prove that the way it was written, that actually that angel is not just an angel, right? But something like, for example, uh, uh, Lot. Remember? What was his story? Wasn't he was yes. living in, 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 in Sodom? Yes, right. Uh, and he was righteous, even though Sodom was very wicked. And God sent him two angels to warn him of the destruction coming upon. Right. And to protect him when the people wanted to take him and so forth and so forth. So again, all those things, it gives us that understanding again that, that, that what he's trying to, 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 to prove here that yes, there are angels, yes, but they will never take the place of, of Christ. And that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we have distorted idea because no, we need the angel to lift up our. So when we when we pray, for example, at the end of the liturgy, that angel of this of this sacrifice ascend to the heaven, remember us in front of the Lord. It's not like we have no. We we already are united with Christ through the Eucharist already. So we are already one in Him. We're not. There's nothing. We don't need anybody to be that mediator. But this is as more of intensifying prayer, as we know that there is the angel, the, 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 the role of the angel of the sacrifice is to protect the sacrifice itself. That's what our belief is, right? And to be more, again, God's presence is always coming with his angels. So if Christ, this is really Christ on the altar, he's not just there alone, right? And we have different, different visions from different fathers and different saints that they actually seen angels on the altar. So the, the, the idea is not like, because we need the angel, no, but it's, it's in the presence of Christ, in the glory of Christ that he comes with his angel. So the, the, what we believe in that there is a specific angel that is actually guarding and in the presence of the sacrifice, which is Christ himself, right? So as because of that, we're also asking that as uh, 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 an additional prayer, as an additional prayer, right? But that doesn't at all, 
mean that we need somebody else in order to, even the same thing with the saints. Like we, again, we, we don't pray to the saints, but we're asking the saints to pray for us and we pray for them as we are all one body. As I come today, hey guys, we're gonna pray in, in half an hour for our people who are in Nigeria, right? Why? Not because we are better than them, right? Or they cannot pray, no, but it's, it's the idea of what? The synergism, the body, the fellowship, that we are all together and we are all praying together. So we know that this will, will, will when we all agree on something that is in his name, then, then it makes it strong. The angels are not one with us because they are different, different nature, but they are serving. They, that's what he's saying here. They are serving the body of Christ, right? So imagine this again. If they are serving Christ as a body and we are his body, so they are what? Serving us, right? Look at it this way. That we are one in Christ. And we are his body, right? And his presence is always with the angels are to serve him. So he appoints those angels to serve his body, which is us, right? So it's his tool more than replacing. It's not replacing, it's not replacing, okay? And he, he goes on with that in, and, and talks about a about couple of things that are very important or two, two, two references here that are very important. Number one, which is in Psalm 2, 7, that you are my... That's exactly what's in, in Hebrews 1.5, which is uh, in Psalm 2.7, I will tell of the decree, the Lord said to me, you are my son today, I have begotten you. And that, it's well known that, that, that Psalm 2 is all about the Messiah, right? Psalm 1 is all about man, Psalm 2 is all about Christ, by the way. And the fathers actually says that those two Psalms are the introduction of the whole book. That's why they don't have an actual title. All the, all the other one you see title, Psalm written for so and so and so. But as an introduction to the whole book of the Psalm, Psalm one talks about blessed is the man, right? And then Psalm two talks about the son, Christ, right? And with the man, with the son is, is the whole idea of the salvation, right? So when he talks here about that, that uh, to the son, I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me, you are my son today, I have begotten you. Who's, who's talking here? Hmm? The father is talking about, you are my son to the son, right? And this is the same thing that the, the Pharisees actually questioned Christ, like how can David say the, the Lord said to my Lord, right? So it's, it's the same idea here. But one thing that is very important to us that as St. Paul is, is proving that, that or comparing between Christ and between, between the angels, what's important for us is also that when, 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 when the Lord, when the Father is saying to the Son, you are my son. As we just said now, you are my son is, is also kind of extended to who? To us, to us. Right? And that's why, you know, in the baptism, when, when the Lord was baptized, he heard the same thing, right? You are my son, to whom I am pleased, right? 
And that's why we say when Christ was baptized, he baptized the whole humanity in him. So we became, or we received the adoption, right? And we became also, but there is difference here between, between a child or a son by nature and by adoption. By adoption. Okay, it's not me. By adoption, right? And, and it's, it's important to understand that, right? Because, because it's, it's, it gives us exactly who we are, right? And, 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 and it makes us understand again that we are chosen, right? We are chosen. And we are, again, this is by the way, what we, what we pray. Uh, I don't know you're familiar with this or not, but let me read it to you in, in, in part of the, of the liturgy at the end, right before communion. Uh, there are several uh, inaudible prayers that the priest prays. Um, one of them is 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 um, very 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 unique, which is uh, I'll read it to you here right now. It's. Um, Did you say it's in the liturgy, Abuna? Yes. One second, I'll tell you exactly what I'm referring to. No, no, there is a, there is a part that says that you give us what the angels desire to see, but they cannot see. That's 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 exactly the the phrase that you know thanking God that you uh, gave us. Uh, to see what the angels desire to see and they cannot see, right? Because we know from the from the scripture that the angels they they, they cover you know cover their their, 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 their themselves you know as they are in, in his presence. So it, what what he's doing here when he's comparing Christ with the angels is also giving us in the same meaning the idea of of who we are, of what what level we are that we are better than the angels right better than the angels and that's that's the belief is and that's why he said when he says that to you now so he's proving from the old testament that you are my son and then he's proving another part from actually second samuel chapter seven which uh, i will be his father and he will be my son it's actually this passage is specifically about solomon the king but he's using it also because that's that's also an indication and, and a symbol for us. So he's saying that 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 the father will 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 talk to the son that I will be his father and be my son as that relationship that's from ever from everlasting relationship. And that's why again he said once the the son is introduced to the world. What do you think of this of this language in verse in verse six?
You see it? But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels worship him, right? And then he goes on uh, in, in uh, uh, but when he again brings the firstborn into the world, what does that, what does that have as a meaning? When he brings the firstborn into the world, So does this, does this mean again, like that he wasn't there and he was brought into the world? No. In our world, as a man, right? As a human, as the human, right? That he was introduced, he was, he was, he brought, he was brought into the world. But, but the firstborn is, and again, the firstborn, as we know from the scripture, the firstborn doesn't mean that there is second and third and fourth, but the firstborn is the one, the first. And it's in reference to what also? First in what? Why that he says that? First in resurrection. Yes. Yes. It's the first in resurrection, right? And that's very important because then again, that's why we call him the second Adam, right? So Adam was the first, and then Christ is the first also. And because of that, he gave us this. So what he's trying to say here again, he's, he's okay, they are confused. There are people who are confused. There are people who are listening to many things. And very easily, they are going back again to their old tradition, their old uh, beliefs, and, and forgetting about that Christ is the only way, right? So they're going back to the prophets, going back to the Torah, going back to the angels, and here is telling them, it is not. It is not. Let me bring this back again. That's why it says, and again, and again, and again. He keeps bringing multiple proofs from the Old Testament to the point that, okay, this is what you believe in. So how could you not believe? This is what the book is saying. This is what you, what, what you take as, as the, the, the utmost source of everything. The word of God himself is talking about his son. So why can't you believe? And that's why, again, when he started with this in verse four, it says that making him what better, greater, right? They were again because of the 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 persecution and the pressure that they they are leaving the faith and going back again to their own, right? So here he's, he's, he 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 kept encouraging them and, and in a way kind of like also uh, uh, teaching them the hard way that no, this is what you believe in and all what you believe in is talking about Christ. All the Old Testament is talking about Christ. So how can you go back again? Right, that's why later on he keeps talking also about the idea of the high priest and the need of the priest of Melchizedek instead of the priest of Levi, right? Of the sacrifice, like there is, there is no need for that, right? Because there was need in the beginning. And, and so the idea of this, if we, if we, if we come to this, to this particular passage as we, 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 we finish this, this part, he's talking again about, if we, if we kind of try to imply this to our, our life and our struggles, you know, for them, they came back or they went back again to what they believed in. 
right? For us, when we are under pressure, do we go back to whatever we believe in, which could be totally away from the actual belief? Sometimes we do that, right? We believe in, I believe in myself, right? I believe in my own control of things. I believe in that, that I need to take care of things on my own hands, right? I believe in friends. I believe in relationships. I believe in money. I believe in whatever, future. In my degree, in my whatever, right? Or God is so far away and I don't see him and I can't reach him, so I will make myself another idol. And that's, that's the whole idea of making idols from the beginning, right? So all those things gonna add up into that to what he's trying to prove to them, which is actually a proof for us again, like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You cannot do that, right? You cannot just forget because here is what you should believe in. He's not just an, an, an abstract, not just an idea that I'm trying to, to introduce to you. No, this is the one that from the beginning, even before the beginning, he's there. He's the one that, 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 that radiance of the glory. He is the one, the imprint of the original. He is the character of God. He is the one that's higher than everything else that you can think of. So when we hear this now, I think it's a very, very much like a wake-up call. You know, if we are not really, again, whatever, again, we don't have to have the persecution as them, as near on the crazy Caesar that's going to burn Rome and burn all the Christians, throw them into the, into the, the, the beasts, into the lions. We, 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 maybe we don't have this. But the persecution that we have right now and the pressure that we have right now is to deny Christ as the king and to believe in ourselves. Again, whether we, we don't believe and he is far away from me or because I just don't trust and I want to take control of, my, of things on my own hand. Or I'm so blind that I don't even see all I can see because again, maybe I can't see God for whatever reason. All I can see is what I have in my head. And because of that, he's telling them, wake up. And that's why he, he, he ends this with this very, very powerful strength that he brings back again, Psalm 97 which is that, uh, that uh, your throne, O Lord. So here it's not just only that, that he's saying that he's better than the angels. He's actually bringing back the fact again that what, that he is the king of kings, right? Because look at, look at the passage that he, that he is using here from verse eight. But on the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is scepter. Forever and ever means what? Eternal. So we're not just talking about a prophet, about some a person that 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 will, will give you some help about whatever resources that we have. He's talking like, hey, open your eyes, open your mind, remember again. What you are about to deny is the one that is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, as we talked about, about it in Zechariah. So that's why he being, he brings that 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 uh, testimony and that reference in, in the fullness. Right? It doesn't just say the part that, that relates to the sun, but he actually puts the whole thing, right? And he continues, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you. So he continue with that actually that you are, which is Christ, the son anointed by God, right? So he has, with the oil of gladness beyond your companions, beyond, you cannot compare him to anything else, right? 
And this is the take away from, from today, that what is it that we're still thinking that he is kind of equivalent to God? And if you, if, you, if you think, you'll see that a lot of times we actually make and bring an equivalent to him. And we still put him in his own corner. Exactly, again, about what, what, what they did in the Old Testament and what actually some people have talked to, some people who had some mission work in, in, in India and China, and it goes that the actual problem is to convince them, yes, they believe that Christ is God, but God with what? along with other gods. So as they have in their temple, whatever this and this and this and that, okay, we'll put another idol for God. And I, I believe he's God, but not along with the others, which is a crazy idea if we look at it now, but we all do the same thing. Among the other, and that's the Samaritan. That's the 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 the, the, the Samaritan. The problem with the Samaritan that they did the same thing. They did not deny their God, but they, and so the same thing even nowadays. If people are still, you know, being introduced to Christ, okay, we'll take him as a God, but I still have my own God. Which, in a way, again, a lot of times that's what we do without being aware of that—that that he is a God with other gods. Right? I have my this, and I have my this, and I have my this, and I have everything else. And also I have, you, know, you can take, you can take, maybe I'll, I'll clean a nice corner for you in my house and put a nice couple, couple uh, uh, statues and icons and everything, but you know what, it's, it's with everything else. It's with everything else, but that's, that's not what he wants. That's not what he wants. And that's why St. Paul here is very, very, very going in details about that. Going in details about that. Like, no, you cannot, you cannot think this way. You cannot think this way. You have to, that's why it's just, as we said before, that, that the, the Hebrews is not just a letter. It's like an exhortation. It's, it's, a, it's a teaching and a very strong teaching. So before he goes on to the depth, he's just trying to establish what? The foundation. And the foundation is, there's only Christ. There's only one. There's only one. It kind of resonates with me right away when Christ was talking to, to whom? When he told her, you are concerned about Martha, but the need is for one. You're concerned about too many things, but the need is for one. Just don't worry about this. Don't worry about the food. Don't worry about cooking. Don't worry. I'll eat whatever. The need is for one. The need is for one. And that's exactly what Saint Paul is establishing in the beginning of the of the epistle, right? He's establishing that, that firm foundation, the firm faith that Christ is the only way, period. And in a way, again, you can read this and say, well, we don't, we don't have the problem of the angels, don't have the problem of the prophets, we don't have the problem of the, of the Torah, but in a way we have our own prophets and our own Torah and our, and our own angels. We're all angels. <laughs> but that's why he, he, he continues that part and said, like, no, this is, that's why when he, when he reached the point of of uh, going back again, that you are. And then at the end of this passage, let me just read this again, because it talks about the same thing that we were discussing earlier. It goes back again. This whole passage is about the angels, right? That he is the creator, right? In verse 10, you see, he says that uh, you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning and the heavens, 
They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed, but you are the same and your years will have no end. You are the same. So why do you go back again and say, well, I need an angel between me and God. I need somebody else to believe in. I need somebody else to, to get me out of my misery. You know. And then at the end of this again, and which of the angels has he said, has he ever said, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool of your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve? And this is the answer to the question that we asked earlier at the last uh, verse. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So we have all the angels. We have the, the guardian angel. We have the, the, all the angels as serving ministers to serve us to what? For the salvation. Well, I don't need anybody. Well, Christ, yes, Christ is, 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 the, is the one and only. But yes, we need something. We need each other. So if we need each other, God is with his love and with his strength and with all what he has. Okay, here is something for you. Here is someone for you. Okay. To fight also. Questions? I think one thing maybe you can we can take away take home with this is is something maybe you can even read or try to search more about it which is your relationship with your guardian angel right as reality because it is a reality it's not just like we're 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 imagining things i can give you some references i don't have it now but i have it at home as far as you know the father's uh, teaching about the guardian angels and what they say, and what, it's beautiful actually when you, when you when you look into that because you know we still yes we 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 are you yeah. know the fact that God has assigned the guardian angel for each one of us that will never leave you alone is a beautiful beautiful thought very very encouraging it's cute also I know like that <laughs> but really what's behind it and what's what how can we benefit from that is, is something that. Uh, that's definitely uh, worth looking to it. And we, again, we don't talk about stuff like this all the time, right? So, I don't know. who is my guardian angel? What does he do for me? Or, <laughs> well, they're not little, little, but they are always there, you know? <laughs> but the devil is always accusing. The devil is always there, right? What assigned? I don't know, but you can if you read the, the see, 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 uh, yes, uh, uh, you 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 see that 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 mind of imagining that yes, there is there are ranks and there are uh, C.S. Lewis, right, and there are actual uh, uh, strategy of fighting and so, yeah. Okay, let's uh, conclude. The Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for uh, allowing us to to uh, realize, Lord, how much uh, we have in you and how much we are uh, very precious in your sight, Lord, in your eyes, that we are precious than all the creation, all the angels, Lord, that you opened our eyes to give us what the angels are uh, desiring to see and they cannot see, Lord, your body and your blood, just being, being one with you, Lord. 
I pray, Lord, that you open our eyes to always see uh, the, the multitude of power that you gave us, Lord, the multitude of, uh, of angels that we have, Lord, to fighting with us, Lord, and uh, all with, taken from you, Lord. All, you are the source of everything. Hear our prayers, Lord, and uh, bless us all with all the blessings, Lord. Uh, prepare us, Lord, to really celebrate this uh, Pentecost this, this weekend, Lord, and uh, living uh, uh, what, what the early church lived, Lord, with the power, with the fire, with, uh, with the love, Lord, that you have. Lord. So prayers of all your saints, Lord, hear us when we see our Father who art in heaven. Father, be thy name, the kingdom come. Give us this day of the day. This is temptation, but deliver us. Thank the kingdom of power, the world. Now for the age of peace. Amen. See you guys. Thank you, Father Jacob. Thank you, Nora. Thank you, Emil. Thank you, Albert. George left already. Have a good See night. See you next time. Thank you. <laughs>